The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. are caring for a person with autism, great information from a trusted source can be a lifeline. Welcome to Autism Spectrum Radio. We are here to have the conversations that will help you create success for the extraordinary individual with autism in your life. Now, here is your host, Rob Haupt. Hey everybody, welcome to Autism Spectrum Radio. I'm your host, Rob Haupt. Uh, I'm the Vice President of Business Development over here at Autism Spectrum Therapies, an agency providing services to individuals with autism and other developmental disabilities uh, all throughout the country. Uh, I'm also a board-certified behavior analyst who's been uh, working with uh, really all ages uh, from early intervention into adulthood uh, for a little over 12 years, both here uh, in California, where I, I'm speaking to you from, and, and also back on the East Coast, uh, where I grew up and uh, spent a lot of years. Um, really great show today with a, a, a pretty diverse uh, mix of topics um, to get into. And, you know, I, as upbeat as we've been and as, as motivated and excited as I've been with uh, autism awareness, I, you know, I I, I really have to start off with more of a, a, a somber and, uh, you know, sadder moment. Uh, I know we all were were shocked to, to hear about the events yesterday at the Boston Marathon. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've talked a little bit about it in my on the show and, and sharing with you guys my personal stories and, and journeys. Um, but I spent a lot of time in Massachusetts and I spent a lot of time in Boston. Um, and I know for me personally, you know, it was I was hit pretty hard. Um, just because, you know, when I was a kid, Boston was like the greatest place in the world to me. I thought that was just, that was like my dream of where I wanted to grow up and live. And, uh, anytime anything happens there, I know I'm, I'm hit a little harder. It, it, uh, it feels a little bit more personal. Um, and then to add to the fact that I, I actually have a lot of family in the, uh, in the Boston area. Um, so, you know, these tragic events really, um, they hit me in a, a, a different way, uh, especially, like I said, in that city. So it was amazing. Um, and every email I got yesterday just kind of lifted me up a bit. I, I uh, received a lot of emails from friends, from, from coworkers, from people who actually didn't think I knew all that well, saying, don't you have family in Boston? Is everyone all right? How are your friends? Um, because cause I, have, I do have a lot out there. Um, so I want to do the same um, because I know how much it meant to me, and I just want to to send my my thoughts, my good wishes, my hopes to everyone back in Boston, um, everyone who's affected by this, or, or or who knows someone who was affected by this. You know, I'm I'm thinking about you. We're thinking about you. Um, you know, it doesn't always make sense why why things like this happen, um, and it's just just so mind boggling to me. But um, but my thoughts and prayers are with you, and uh, you know I know 
Boston, there's great people there who, who aren't going to let this bring them down and are going to keep going and taking care of one another. So we're thinking about you. Um, all right. I got to I got to shake that off and, and get into um, get back into the flow with you guys, because I actually uh, I have something pretty cool to talk about uh, to start off the show before we get to our guests. Um, you know, last week we talked about a pretty cool campaign that we're going to be um, co-sponsoring with uh, with my organization, Autism Spectrum Therapies. So um, AST and, and Autism Spectrum Radio have um, started a, a really great campaign that I'm really proud of. Um, and it's called What's Your Moment? And, you know, it's it's all about celebrating the little moments, the little things that just that just take us to the next level um, that that as a parent, you can look at your child and say, this, this is the moment where I had that hope. I had that, that success. You know, I, I think Dana Weber, one of our guests, um, a few months back talks a little bit about her moment of sitting down and watching a movie with her son and, and how that was, that was the goal. That's what she wanted. That was her big her, her accomplishment that let her know we're moving in the right direction and this intervention is working. And, and it was that, you know, that stake in the ground. And, and we want to hear about those moments, those key moments that you've had um, in your life um, with your child, or even if, if you're an individual on the spectrum that you've had for yourself. Um, I think we lose sight of these moments. You know, I know I, I can think back to so many IEPs and so many team meetings I've sat in, where we, we spend so much time talking about this IEP goal or this programming goal. And, and those are critical. Those are important. But they're not quite the same as those, as those moments that, that happen within your family that just, that just stay with you. Um, and, you know, even as a professional, I feel like you know, I have some of those moments where the memories I have that my kids – have given me and have taught me are not the IEP goals and the programming goals. I was, when we were prepping for this, this campaign and we were talking about it, you know, this, the, one of the first stories that popped in my head was of this, this little guy I worked with. He was, he was five years old and, you know, he had, he had a lot of different goals we needed to work on and he had a lot of different things, but the greatest accomplishment I had with him was the day he played on the floor because you know, when I met him, all of his ABA had to take place in the chair. He couldn't sit on the floor and work or play or do anything. Um, and he didn't have play skills and we, and we really wanted to work on that. But the only way we could do it without him getting so frustrated to the point of engaging in aggressive behavior um, was to do it in a chair at a table. And you guys all know how I feel about generalization and incorporating the natural environment. I mean, I, I have a nephew who I play with all the time, and I don't think we've ever sat at a table and share and played. I mean, we run around the house. We're rolling on the floor. We crawl and jump. And, and this little guy, he, he didn't have any of that, and he wanted nothing to do with that. And, you know, six months in, maybe a little bit less, I, I remember – I walked in the house, the, the intervention team, his, his grandfather who was there, who, who was participating in a lot of our, our sessions said, you're not, 
you got to see this. You got to watch this. This is something you got to see. And I said, all right, what am I seeing? And they watched me. They had me sit in the chair and watch him play for for 15 minutes. It was it was it was amazing. It came out of nowhere. I was I was shocked. Um, and his play was was great. It was it was functional. He even had him pretend play in there. It was just it was just an amazing thing. And um, and, and that's one of the moments that. I think I remember it's it's without a doubt the first thing I remember when I think about this guy and um and his his family made a great impression on me too which is which is why it's a story that comes to mind so quickly um I want to hear about these we want to hear about these you've got tons of moments like this so what we're going to be doing is every week on the show um I'm going to be reading um one moment of one of our one of our listeners one of our um one of our our families out there who who we really felt just had a moment that was just so special that we wanted to share, and um, the winner uh, each week each moment that I read on the air is going to be announced first here on the air, and we'll announce it afterward on Facebook too. And uh, the moment we read is going to win an iPad Mini, which if you've listened to some of our guests and you're reading some of the the articles and some of the new literature out there, this is an amazing tool. Um, for working with kids with autism. Um, Ido just talked to us a few weeks ago, and, and clearly this is an incredible tool that he was using uh, to be able to be our guest and, and communicate and, and the world that got opened up as a result of that. Um, so we're really excited to hear these stories, um, and I'm actually going to read our, our very first winner um, story today on the air at the, at the end of our show um, but there's a few different ways you can enter, and there's a few different ways you can share. Um, you can uh, go actually to uh, the campaign's website, which is www.autismtherapies.com backslash contest backslash contest. I have no idea why there are two contests in there for backslash, but apparently that's what we had to do to set it up. Um, but you can also go to um, Autism Spectrum Therapies uh, Facebook page. You can go to the Autism Spectrum Radio um, page at the uh, AST website. And you can also go to the Autism Spectrum Radio page on Voice America's website. Um, and all of these will have links to the uh, campaign's site, which is, again, www.autismtherapies.com backslash contest backslash contest. Um, so. We are really excited to launch this, and we're going to be uh, announcing winners on the show um, over the next few weeks, um, even into the middle of May, because, like I said last week, let's, let's extend this. Let's keep the dialogue going. Uh, we've got the opportunity to do more and to, um, to give a little bit more, so we want to take full advantage of that. Um, all right. I've been talking for a while. We probably need to get to a commercial. Um, so before we go to our commercial, let me give you a quick uh, rundown of our guests. They're actually uh, some return guests. Um, today I'm going to be joined by our friends Matt Fuller and Carolina Gropa, um, the two uh, filmmakers behind this incredible documentary uh, that we got to learn a little bit more about a few months back called Autism in Love. Um, so when we come back from this commercial break, we are going to find out what Matt and Carolina have been up to, what kind of progress they've been making on the documentary, and uh, hopefully get to hear some really interesting stories about some of the things that they've been seeing 
which I know were really inspirational and fascinating the last time we spoke to them. So I think we'll have some more great info from them this time, too. So we'll be right back after this. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Autism Spectrum Therapies is excited to announce our What is Your Moment campaign. We know a child sharing a hug or a successful trip to the grocery store can be a major victory in your day. Visit the Autism Spectrum radio page or the Autism Spectrum Therapies Facebook page and click on the contest banner to share your story. Listen to Autism Spectrum Radio every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to hear the winning moment. One weekly winner will receive an iPad Mini. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Autism Spectrum Radio. If you have a question or comment for our host, Rob, or the guest, please send an email to moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. That's moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. Now, back to the program. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Autism Spectrum Radio. I'm your host, Rob Haupt. Um, and we're joined by uh, two of our old friends. We're joined by um, Matt Fuller and Carolina Gropa, um, the two filmmakers behind Autism in Love, uh, a, a really cool documentary um, that we got to learn about a few months ago. And uh, they're here to give us some more updates about what's been going on and what they've been seeing and experiencing um, because it's something we don't get to talk about too much. And it's, it's probably something we need to spend a lot more time thinking about um, you know, as we build and develop this community. Um, so, Matt, Carolina, thanks for coming back and, uh, and talking to us today. Thanks for having us, Rob. We're happy to be here. We're grateful yeah. to be back. Yeah, thank you uh, so much. No, absolutely, absolutely. It, it seems like the perfect month to have you here. It's you know we're really talking about awareness, and I think you guys are bringing awareness to uh, part of what we're all striving for, but we maybe don't always talk about all the time. So I think it's a it's a great month and great timing to to talk about love. Well, thank you, Rob. Thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah, I think just to kind of echo your sentiments from the opening of the show, um, you know, we want to send out our thoughts and prayers to everybody affected by a tragedy in Boston yesterday. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's in the wake of a tragedy like this that we're reminded of how important it is to keep continuing to discuss love yeah. and its, its importance to, you know, healing events like this um, in society. We, we, at Autism Love, we really believe strongly that love is really the only extinguisher of hate that causes tragedies like the Boston Marathon explosion. So, um, you know, we're, we're really grateful to be able to be furthering the dialogue about love, especially in the autism community. Yeah. Amen. Great. I couldn't agree more. That's fabulous. 
Um, yeah. so let's talk about let's talk about what you guys have been up to. Where, 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 um, where are you at in terms of filming? You know, how much, how much, <clears throat> how far along are you? Are are you guys almost done? Oh, it's, you know, it's, it's funny, Rob. Since we were we were on the show with you two months ago, and it feels like it could have been a year ago. We've just been so busy with uh, both filming and our Kickstarter campaign, and you know, staying in touch with our audience. So we've uh, we've we've been very busy. To answer your question, we're about halfway done with the actual filming of the movie. So um, when all is said and done, we'll we'll have been filming for nine months, and we're you know about four and a half months into that process. So. It's, uh, you know, it, it sounds like a really long time, but as you can imagine, if you, you know, think about what happens in somebody's life over the period of nine months, it's um, <clears throat> not all that many significant things actually happen. So you've really got to be there to catch all of the, the meaningful moments and the, and the really significant stuff. So um, that's what's kept us really busy is just being there and being a part of all of the, the people's lives who are participating in our documentary and um, really being there to capture the, the meaningful moments. So it's, it's been a rigorous couple of months, and we've got a few more in front of us. So we're, we're both exhausted and excited <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's been a good couple of months. I got to figure that, you know, to put the time in um, to track all the, the ins and outs, these, these different moments, you got to get to uh, – to know the uh, the subjects and, and of the film on a on a whole new level, um, you know, to follow yeah. them around for that long. Yeah, really, you really do. It's a really interesting study in in you know building trust and and what is ultimately a very intimate relationship between filmmakers and subjects. Um, since we last spoke, we we spent a lot of time traveling across the country to spend time with some of our subjects who are outside of the Los Angeles area, mm. um, particularly in Washington, D.C., just outside of Washington, D.C., and in Minnesota. And in both of those instances, it's, you know, practically what that is, is myself and uh, our cinematographer, uh, Scott Wolfelder, flying into these cities and immersing ourselves for 12, 17 hours a day with, um, with our subjects. And so, you know, it's, as you can imagine, um, if you had a camera in your life, it might be a little awkward at first. It might be a little <laughs> weird to, you know, get ready in the morning for work when two guys with cameras are standing over your shoulders. And so um, it, it, it requires us to, you know, just be there uh, consistently for the time that we're quote, on the ground with them in order for, for our subjects to feel comfortable with it. You know, I, I think that there there's a necessary amount of time that um, they need to kind of become comfortable and then forget about us being around them all the time. So it, it's absolutely a very intimate process for us. I mean, we're with them from basically the moment they wake up until the lights go out at night. And then, you know, we, wow. we run back to our hotel, get a few hours sleep and, and then, uh, then head back and do it again. And it's, um, it's, it's been fascinating. It's been amazing. We've gotten some really, really unique uh, stories. I, I think the, the one that I, I'm really eager to share with people um, and I'm particularly inspired by is uh, the couple that we've been spending time with in Minnesota. Uh Um, To give you some broader context to the story, we were introduced to uh, this couple uh, via our Facebook, um, our Facebook fan page. They they came to us kind of actually since we last spoke to you and uh, in getting in touch with them, we we found out that they had a really, really unique story. Stephen and Gita is the couple's name. Um, Stephen has uh, 
has been very profoundly impacted by autism. He's, he's 55 years old, and, um, you know, you can imagine 55 years ago being diagnosed with autism. You know, people didn't really know much about it. Um, most people who were diagnosed, if they were properly diagnosed, were institutionalized at the time. But Stephen has really exceptional parents who were, um, were not willing to settle for anything less than the best for their, their child. And so um, they, they themselves are actually Holocaust survivors. And so they, they said, you know, we, we, they came to this country after, um, you know, one of, one of the most tragic events in history, and they were certain that they were going to build the best life possible for their child. So um, it just so happened that Dr. Lobos, who most of your listeners probably know by now, one of the pioneers of um, ABA, uh, was visiting the University of Minnesota, and they happened to hear about it, and they happened to bring Stephen to see him that day. And uh, the long and short of it is, Dr. Lobos uh, spent time in Minnesota for two years working specifically with Stephen. Um, initially, he was a nonverbal child, and uh, by the time he had um, he had finished his two-year run with Dr. Lobos, he was actually speaking and. Um, you know, in, had the skills to be able to sort of mainstream and, you know, go to public school and, and be a part of, um, be a part of uh, the public school system. And so um, 21 years ago, uh, Stephen's parents connected with uh, an old friend um, who they were actually in the Holocaust with. They, lived, they had grown up in the same village and um, she had, had a daughter uh, who had some intellectual challenges and moved to the States uh, not long before. And uh, they, they had sent a photograph of their daughter, whose name is Gita, uh, to Stephen. And as soon as Stephen saw the photograph, he said, I'm going to marry her. Now, Stephen's a man of few words. Um, and so to get out an articulate thought like that was really uh, something that took everybody by surprise. So, uh, his parents made the road trip to New York, which is where the Gita was staying at the time. They met and fell in love. And 20 years ago, this Valentine's Day, they got married. Valentine's wow. Day in 1993. And ever since, they've, they've had this incredible life. I mean, they have an apartment together. They um, both have jobs that they've held for over 26 years. Um, they're both very happy and very much in love. Um, and then, you know, as, as life happens and things go, um, last year uh, they were struck with tragedy when Guido was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. And so that's when, when we got the call and we learned about them. And so we've, we've been in Minnesota with them, um, and they have been gracious and kind enough to let us into their lives and their family's life to explore this really unique part of, of love. I mean, when most of us, when we think about what it means to fall in love in a loving relationship, we're looking at the dating. We're looking at the flowers and the dinner and uh, the marriage and the honeymoon. And we often forget about that, um, the B side of a relationship, you know, when you've been together for a long time and, and then life's inevitable challenges come in. And how do you deal with that when you've both got special needs? When, you know, Stephen, um, can only get a few words out. He's, he, he can speak, but, um, you know, n- not, not in great depth. And so how does one 
continue to love and manage care for a cancer patient that is their loved one when they've got all these challenges. Um, and, you know, it was funny. I, I was speaking with Gita the other day, and um, I asked her, you know, how, how do you know that Stephen is in love with you? And she paused for a minute, and she looked back up to me in the camera, and she said, it's in his eyes. Every time he looks at me with his eyes, I see it and I feel it, and I know he's in love with me. And, uh, you know, that, that was one of those moments that I was thanking the gods that our, our camera was rolling because it's just, it, it's, it was so pure and so truthful and so honest, and it really, in that moment, I understood it all. You know, when, when you look from the outside, it's, it might be foggy and it might be difficult to understand a complicated connection like that, but um, in those moments of raw truth and vulnerability, I think we really do get a deep understanding of what that connection is like. So, um, so you know, that's just one of the stories that we've been following and are continuing to participate in. Um, as you can see, it's, you know, there's there's such trust involved in letting people into your lives at that delicate phase, and we're just continually grateful to be able to not only capture these stories and participate in them, but share them with the rest of the world. Um, you know, it's, it's important to us. I think, you know, we mentioned, we talked about the Boston tragedy earlier, and yeah. I think that, you know, on, on the other side of like Sandy Hook and Aurora and all these tragedies that are, that are hitting close to home, it's easy for us to lose sight of the beautiful things um, in life and, and the beautiful things that are often overlooked. So we're just continually grateful to be able to shed light on that and share that message with everybody. Uh, wow. Um, I don't quite know what to say after that story. Um, <laughs> I'm on the same boat. That was incredible, Matt. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm just the messenger. I mean, that's, um, it's, it's really the, the, you know, honesty and bravery of Stephen and Gita and their family that's, um, that's empowered me to share that with you guys. So it's, it's all thanks to them. And, and I, you know, that's, and that's actually the, the thought I had is how brave they've got to be. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I would do what they, they're doing. And, you know, then you think about the family themselves, um, you know, you've got, you know, his, his parents have gone through tragedy. His, his wife's parents have gone through tragedy. Now they're dealing with another tragedy and to have that type of strength to mm-hmm. to share um because i can't imagine you know this is you know uh it's inspirational to hear that this but i know mm-hmm. it's not all inspiration there's there's hard moments a lot of hard moments that have to go <clears throat> into this and to to share that with essentially strangers to start mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. is amazing to me i'm just i'm, I'm just blown away by that oh it's, it's unbelievable i mean you know most Stephen um, doesn't doesn't speak on the phone, and so most of the communication before we got to the ground was with Stephen's parents. And so, I, you know, neither Scott, our cinematographer, nor I had had exchanged a word at all with Stephen. And wow. so the first time we met him was when he was coming home from work, and and there we are inside with cameras rolling, and he just um, he just went with it. And it's all you know, it's all motivated by this. Um, you know, we had a conversation with his parents who. You know, we really want to do this because we know what it was like 
when we got that diagnosis. If Stephen's mother said to me, if on that day the earth would have opened up and swallowed me, I would have taken the offer because it yeah. was such a devastating diagnosis. And she said, I don't, I never thought that my son would have the life that he does and would have the relationship and the love that he does. And I'm sure other parents don't think that. So I want to share his story. I, we're, we want to welcome you into this um, so that you can share this with others and, and, and offer inspiration. So it really is just such a, such a remark on their bravery. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you, Rob. I don't think that I, I don't do well on the other side of the camera, so I don't think that I could, uh, I could let somebody uh, into my life in that way. But wow. I'm grateful that others, others are. Um, well, I want to give everyone a chance to kind of to catch up. And uh, I, I think I need a minute or two just to, <laughs> to regroup. Um, so we're going to take a commercial break. Um, and when we come back, we're going to talk more with, uh, with Matt and uh, Carolina um, about autism and love. We'll be right back. Learn more. Live better. Voice America Health and Wellness. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Autism Spectrum Therapies is excited to announce our What is Your Moment campaign. We know a child sharing a hug or a successful trip to the grocery store can be a major victory in your day. Visit the Autism Spectrum radio page or the Autism Spectrum Therapies Facebook page and click on the contest banner to share your story. Listen to Autism Spectrum Radio every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to hear the winning moment. One weekly winner will receive an iPad mini. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Autism Spectrum Radio. If you have a question or comment for our host, Rob, or the guest, please send an email to moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. That's moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. Now, back to the program. Hey, guys, welcome back. Um, I, I hope you didn't hear too much sniffling as we came back from the break. I was, uh, you know, got to admit, I got a, I a little teary-eyed during uh, the story as, um, you know, I could relate to it on a, a few different levels um, based on my, my family's uh, history and story. So, um, so, Matt, thank you for, thank you for sharing yeah. it. You're um, very welcome. You're very but welcome. Let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about the documentary. I mean, I know you've got... Um, you know, I know you guys have a lot of other things going on here. Um, and I was hoping maybe you could talk about, you know, I, I, one of the questions I get when I talk to people about um, my work and I talk to people a little bit about what you guys are doing is, you know, people ask me, like, well, how, how does dating work? 
you know, how does someone with autism date? Um, yeah. Is it different? Is it the same? And, you know, I feel like I don't always have the wealth of information to actually be able to tell them. Um, so what have you guys seen? Like, how is that different? Or is well, it different? It, you know, it's, it's funny, Robbie. The answer to that question really starts with asking yourself, how do you date and how do you flirt? And I, so I, you know, Caroline and I were both asking ourselves this question. Um, and it was presented to us by Dr. Liz Logison, who runs a program called Peers at UCLA. Um, and this is really a, a very fascinating program, one which we've been privileged enough to bring our cameras into. Um, but it's an evidence-based um, curriculum that teaches social skills to young adults on the spectrum. Um, specifically, there's a, there's a three-week part of that 16-week curriculum that focuses on dating. Um, and, you know, we had heard about the program a while back and had been really eager to learn more about it. And, and when we, we sat down with Dr. Logerson, it was just fascinating to think about the, the mechanics of creating rapport and a relationship that most, quote, neurotypical people don't even think about. Uh, you know, from, from the idea, to, you know, flirting. How, does, how do you flirt? Well, you're at a party and you see somebody across the room um, and you, you're interested. Well, what do you do? Well, you, you look across the room and you maybe make eye contact. What do you do after that? Well, in my mind, I jump right to I think of a smooth line to go over and say to that person. But, in fact, I do a few things before that that I'm not thinking about, like I look away. Once I look at them, I, I take a minute to look away. That's something that a lot of people with autism don't have built in. They don't, they don't realize that you have to look away from the person that you're interested in. You can't just sit there and stare. Um, and, and so that's something, that's one of these small pieces of, of the puzzle that has to be taught. You know, it's, it's a skill that's necessary um, that they learn in order to effectively build these relationships. Of course, there are a million other um, milestones in that process. Um, and, uh, you know, it, we, we, like I said, we were privileged enough to bring our cameras into this, into this workshop. And it's just fascinating to watch Dr. Logathan break down the mechanics and then you know, what they actually do in the workshop is they have to the students practice these skills from, you know, starting a conversation to, um, you know, flirting, initiating a get-together, asking someone out. How do you, how do you break into a conversation that uh, you're not a part of already? You know, these are all things that are often overlooked, but, but with this set of skills, um, you know, it, it becomes more and more possible for people on the spectrum to, um, you know, get what they want and, and, and have a healthy dating life. Um, so that's been a really fascinating part of our, our journey and our sort of understanding of this kind of the macro story of uh, being a person on the spectrum and falling in love. You know, we've talked about the twilight and about the beginnings of it here now. So it's, it's really been a, an amazing, amazing part of the journey. You know, it, it's, it's hearing this, this dating curriculum. I, I, I can't help but laugh. I, I, um, you know, I, I sat this weekend, I was, I was hanging around in my house, and I don't know if, you know, you know that movie, it came out a few years ago, my wife had me watching a, a romantic comedy with her, it's that movie called, uh, He's Not That Into You, or He's Just Not Into You, or something like that, yeah. and, and as I was watching part of this with her, um, you know, they're talking about, like, all the rules, but they're not rules, and they're secret rules, and, I, you know, I can't help but think in my mind of, God, how challenging it must be for this person to break down dating into a curriculum when there's so many rules that, you know, it's been a while for me, but there were a lot of rules that were like unsaid rules or 
or like secret rules that you don't really talk about, but you have to know about. And um, what a challenge it must be, not, you know, for all parties involved to to put something together that that really meets, you know, the, a, a dater's needs. Forget a person with autism's needs. Um, really, really fascinating to me, you know, the type of work that would go into that. Yeah, I mean, it really is, you know, all of those unwritten social rules are really tricky to grasp onto. And it's, you know, especially for a person who's, you know, on the spectrum and doesn't naturally pick up those cues. Yeah. Um, You know, it's funny, we mentioned a little earlier, we launched a Kickstarter campaign last Mm -hmm. week. And so we've, for the first time, been really um, publicly engaging with a broader spectrum of our audience. you know, simply because we've been releasing a lot of material and we're now soliciting uh, people to connect and support our project in a more tangible way. And so, you know, whether on our, our Facebook channel or Twitter, we're getting all kinds of amazing feedback. And it and it, it comes in two forms. It's the people saying, hey, I'm, I'm in a relationship. I know these struggles and I'm glad you're mm-hmm. putting it on, them on screen. And we're also getting the messages about, you know, the, the person who's hopeful that they will someday um, have this opportunity. And they've never been in a, a relationship and they're, they're hungry to understand what this process is like. You know, they're hungry to see somebody um, on screen who is doing what they hope they can do. I, I believe that firmly, like, you know, when, when you see um, somebody on screen do something, somebody that on screen that's like you do something you didn't think you could do, it really does reshape and remold your uh, understanding of what's possible. Mm-hmm. You know, we, yeah. I, I think, yeah, absolutely, I think. absolutely. And, and, and I think that's why, too, just to piggyback on what Matt is saying, you know, um, we're at a point now with our project where we just, we've been doing this on our own and we've been so committed to this project and we love it so much and we are um, are ready to be embraced in, in a bigger way by the autism community and to have them help us, support us on Kickstarter so we can finish this film, Rob. As you heard, you know, Stephen and Gita are just one of the many, many amazing, unique stories that we have to share and it's not even our story. You know, we're just the vessels for this message. And we really need all the help we can get to create this finish, this incredible film, um, so that these stories of love can be shared and, and parents and um, people on the spectrum alike can, can be exposed to the realities of um, what others have gone through uh, before them, whether it's dating or being in a relationship or being married for 20 years and what that entails. Um, and a way that people can do that and support us is just by going to our Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash autism and love. It has all the information they could possibly want or need about us, our Kickstarter. Um, you know, we're 18 days left. We got 18 days left on the Kickstarter, about $90,000 to go. We have a really ambitious goal to raise $100,000, but we really believe that with the support of the community and if everybody gives 10 bucks and whatever they can, you know, the price of a latte, we can get there together and we can really um, get this message out into the world. It's so important. And, and also tomorrow, if people are interested and have questions for us specifically, we're going to be doing a live webcast um, out of our offices um, at 8 p.m. Pacific time. And we're going to be taking on questions that people may have directly and live on the air. So it's kind of like anything goes. We would love to connect with um, the rest of our community and anyone that's out there and listening that, um, wants to kind of join our team. Talk about the terror of being in front of the camera, Rob. 
I, I've, yeah. never done, I've never done live before, other than your radio show. So. Yeah. <laughs> a little nerve-wracking. <laughs> I bet, I bet. The, uh, we did a call-in show, and it was uh, a whole different nerve-wracking for me, too. So I, I hear you. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you talked about the Kickstarter campaign, and mm-hmm. I know you guys started releasing um, some of your sizzle reels. So we can, you know, on that campaign, the audience can kind of get a sense of what you guys are doing. and. Uh-huh. You know, Matt, you talked about some of the um, some of the positive responses, but I was wondering if 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 you got any negative responses or if you got some some interesting questions that uh, you guys weren't expecting. Um, you, you know, Rob, one that comes to mind is uh, some some indirect feedback uh, from someone who's on the spectrum, and they they felt that um, you know, in reference specifically to the sizzle reel. Which mm-hmm. again, you can find on our Facebook page. They they felt we may have been insinuating that people on the spectrum can only find relationships with other people on the spectrum, and that is of mm-hmm. course not at all the message that we're um, aiming to convey at all. It's certainly not true, and it's not not what we mean to suggest at all. Um, this is a real, is a great example of the the scope and the feel of the project that we're making right now. Um, but it's something we did uh, a few months back in order to um, help our project get going and help people understand the integrity and the honesty with which we want to tell this story. So, um, yeah, but, but yeah. I will say, Rob, that you know, I would say about 98% of people that have seen this is a real. Um, we usually get responses uh, saying that they they were in tears, they were affected, they know someone, they have a child, sure. they have a brother, they have a sister, and that for us is what's most important is that. It connects with people on such a deep personal level. Um, it's you know what more could you ask for? Not to keep pushing our Kickstarter, but you know we are we really are passionate about this project. And we really want to make it happen. And, and for everybody who loved our sizzle reel, you know one of our higher tier prizes is that we will come to you wherever you are in the U.S. and we will shoot something that looks and feels exactly like our sizzle reel about you and your life, whether it's a relationship you have or the love between you. And your your daughter or your son, um, that's one of the prizes that we're we're willing to offer for your for your support. Um, like I mentioned, anything helps, and I don't you know mean to uh, make this uh, help us out here, but essentially that's kind of where we're at right now. Like I mentioned, we've been sure. doing this on our own for so long, and kind of in a cocoon that it's amazing to be embraced so greatly by the community. But now we we're we're just doing a call, call to action and asking for them to support us a little bit more and go a little bit further. And, and one thing worth, you know, pointing out is that none of the money that we're raising via Kickstarter is going into our pockets. This is all about hard costs involved in making a movie from the travel to the cameras to, you know, bringing in an editor to take the footage that we shoot and sculpt it into what will ultimately be on screens across the country and hopefully the yeah. world. So that's, that's really what all those, contributions are going towards. And Carolina mentioned this really cool thing we're doing. It's called the honeymoon level reward. And it's, you know, we'll come to you and do what is essentially a mini biography um, in the style, feel and tone of this sizzle reel. So if, if somebody checks that out and they like it, um, what better way to kind of kill two birds with one stone, support the project and have something to um, commemorate your life, uh, you know, on screen. So yeah. Yeah. we're really excited about that. And also, more well, importantly, you know, Rob. Sorry to interrupt. We just yeah. we really we really love connecting with with people that are interested in this topic. 
that are passionate about what we're trying to do and the message of love we're trying to spread. So above all, in going forward, you know, aside from the Kickstarter and aside from everything, it's most important to us to, to be, like we mentioned before, transparent and open and reachable. People can come to us and tweet at us and Facebook us and contact us in every single possible way, uh, you know, the Internet basically has created so far. And we're here for that. We're, we're definitely open to that, and we'd love to hear from you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, whether it's a thumbs up or a story you have to share with us or feedback, we're, we're always available, and we always yeah. want to hear from you. Beautiful. Well, we've got to take one more commercial break. Um, we're going to take this break and then talk a little bit more with Matt and Carolina. We'll be right back. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. Autism Spectrum Therapies is excited to announce our What is Your Moment campaign. We know a child sharing a hug or a successful trip to the grocery store can be a major victory in your day. Visit the Autism Spectrum Radio page or the Autism Spectrum Therapies Facebook page and click on the contest banner to share your story. Listen to Autism Spectrum Radio every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to hear the winning moment. One weekly winner will receive an iPad Mini. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Autism Spectrum Radio. If you have a question or comment for our host, Rob, or the guest, please send an email to moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. That's moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. Now, back to the program. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Final segment here on Autism Spectrum Radio. Uh, I'm your host, Rob Haupt, and we've been talking with both Matt and Carolina, the filmmakers behind Autism in Love. Um, You know, we're, we're in our final segment, Matt, and I was hoping... Um, you know, like we talked about during one of the breaks, hoping for, uh, you know, a, a, another story that, uh, can, you know, t- to leave us with of some of the just amazing things that you've been seeing. Sure. Sure. Rob. Well, you know, the one thing that comes to mind is when we kind of started this project and we're starting to understand, um, some of the characteristics of somebody with autism, um, you know, we, we learned about this idea of control and rigidity and the need to mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> maintain a, a very rigid structure. Um, and so I, I, I wondered at the beginning how that was going to manifest. How are we going to see that? How is that going to come about in our project without being didactic and mm-hmm. you know, pointing to a chart? Um, since we last spoke to you, we've had this really interesting development with one of our characters um, who is on this quest to find, quote, the one. And the one for 
this particular person is uh, the person that they're going to spend the rest of their life with. This is the person who meets all of the criteria that they've journaled about and written down on paper for a long time, and they've, they've held this ideal in their uh, in their mind for a very long time. And so we were having a conversation um, a few weeks back, and you know, I, I asked what what uh, he thought the future held for him, what the next couple of months looked like. I'm asking if he thought he was going to find love, and he said to me that, you know, if I put my mind to this, I guarantee you that within 90 days, I will find the one. In wow. 90 days, I'm going to meet this person and find her and fall in love. Uh, and so we continued the conversation, and I, I asked him, well, you know, what is it that you're, what is it that you're looking for? What, what do you want out of these experiences with this person? And um, what it boiled down to for him was magic. He wants to find magic. He wants to find that inexplicable, exciting feeling, the chemistry, the thing that, you know, kind of all of us can relate to. And we, as we continue talking, I asked him how he thought he was going to apply this rigid structure of a 90-day process uh, to finding someone with the magic and the chemistry and the surprise that comes along with dating. And, and he stopped. And on camera for the first time, I watched this person really understand and really see how their behavior and this particular autistic trait has been bleeding into their romantic life and in many ways inhibiting them from finding that thing that they're actually after. It was a very, it was a very fascinating moment to see on camera. And it was something that I personally related to. And I, I think that we all can you know that idea yeah. that we want to apply control and we want to apply logic and method to something that really is, it defies all of those things and really is bigger than us. And it's something you can't control. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop the story there because I want everybody to watch the movie and see how the <laughs> 90 days unfold. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to share the rest of that story with everybody because I think it'll really resonate with people on and off the spectrum. I, I you know, and I think it's, it's a story like that. That's really hooked me to what you guys are doing. It's, you know, it's it's one of those things where I feel like I, you know, we're trying to raise awareness about the autism community, and and I think you guys are doing an incredible job, as I said at the top of the show, to okay. really put light and, and to bring light to a conversation that is so critical to human beings. Okay. I think we all need love. It's, mm-hmm. you know, what you said, Matt, about just love and the way it brings people together and how we need it especially now in the face of um, this, this tragedy in Boston, it, it makes sense. And I, I think it's amazing just how people don't think about individuals with special needs having yeah. some of these key emotions and these key feelings that every one of us feel and think about. And it's just, I, I think it's such a critical thing that we look at. Um, you know, I, I want to make sure all everyone out there gets the opportunity to, to be involved um, and so I was hoping you guys could share again, you know, what's the best way for our listeners to, to follow what you guys are doing, um, to maybe to contribute if they have the ability to, um, and just to support this great, great cause. Yeah, um, the best way to do that is, uh, is on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash autism and love. Um, everything that you want to know about our project is on that page, Kickstarter link, um, information about our webcast tomorrow night at 8 p.m., um, and, and also, you know, with the Kickstarter, just a reminder to everyone listening, 
um, it's kind of all or nothing for us. If we don't raise our goal by May 4th, when our campaign ends, we get nothing um, and have to kind of start again from zero mm-hmm. at, another, at another time. So just to really to heighten the importance of our campaign and supporting us at this time in such a delicate place in our production so that we can finish this film and get it out to everybody and, like you said, continue spreading awareness, which is what we're here, what we're here for. Yeah. So. Yeah, and you know, one to piggyback on what Carolina's saying, Rob. Everybody can help. Whether it's a thumbs up on our Facebook status, whether it's sharing a link to the Sizzle Reel with friends, or sharing our Kickstarter on your personal social network, all of that is incredibly helpful and important to us. So, you know, I, I encourage everybody to stay in touch and share. Yeah. Well, I know, you know, guys. I appreciate you coming back on, and you know, if if anyone out there is got questions. I, I mean, I'm happy to do my part because I, I really believe in what you're doing. Um, but I, I know I'm going to be at the Rose Bowl this weekend at the, um, the LA um, Autism Speaks Walk. And so, you know, I, I make sure that if any, any of my listeners out there have want to chat about, about um, the documentary, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to do my part too and talk it up and, um, and make sure to spread the word. Cause I think, I think this is something that is so important for us to, to be aware of and, and to, to just talk about it. And you guys are starting such great conversations. Uh, I definitely want to see it continue. So uh, I'm going to try and do my part, my part to help you guys out too. Well, thank you, Rob. We, thank we you, Rob. really appreciate your support and we appreciate you having us back on the show. It's really a you blast. Bet, guys. Thank hey. you. That's what it's all about. So thank you, Rob. You guys, you bet. It's great to have you. And, and I'm hoping to have you guys again so we can uh, talk more and get more updates as you get um, towards the end of filming. Awesome. We'd love it. Beautiful. Thank you. Take care, guys. Thanks, Thank Rob. you, Rob. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Last couple of minutes of the show, and I want to make sure that before we do anything else, I get to read um, just a really cool little story. I, I think today's show has stories is, is what I'm taking away from it, and it's these stories that uh, I know I'm going to actually probably go home and tell my wife at the, at the end of the day. Um, but one more story for you to take home is, uh, is the winner of the um, What's Your Moment campaign. And uh, this one comes from Janice Cazares. Um, And Janice uh, wrote to us and said, uh, when working with my four-year-old to trace his name, he always just scribbled. So you can imagine my total amazement when one day he took a marker and proceeded to print the entire, and this is a capitalized entire, alphabet in order, as if to say, enough tracing, I know how to write it already. Um. I I couldn't have picked a better story to actually end today because if you could see me, gang, I have the biggest smile on my face uh, from this. So, Janice, thank you so much. Um, you just won an iPod uh, – sorry, an iPad mini, um, which I hope you get to use with your, yeah, your four-year-old. Um, as I said, everyone, um, I'm actually going to be at the, the Rose Bowl this weekend at the, uh, the Autism Walk sponsored by Autism Speaks and a lot of other great sponsors. Um, so we'll be there. I'll be there Saturday morning. So if you're in the L.A. area, if you're there, please say hi. Um, I will definitely be tra- talking up um, Autism and Love because I just love this this cause and this message. Uh, but I'm happy to talk about anything else um, that you guys have going on. As always, uh, please feel free to email me, more info at autismtherapies.com. If you want to post on Facebook and please, please, please share your stories with us um, because these stories really matter and 
They fuel this great conversation as much as anything. Um, Have a great week, and we'll be back next week with another great show. Bye, guys. We hope you've had some questions about autism answered this week. Autism Spectrum Radio can be heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Please join us for another edition next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.